Did you miss me? Ah, uh, yeah. What? What? MC Vagina's right back in this bitch. 2009 is the year that I recorded this song. Still not loving police. Still got love for the vaginal crease. Player haters beware because guns don't kill people. Gangsters, what you looking at? You think you can front with me? You better watch your back Because I have a lot of guns and I can shoot them good I'm a menace from society, a boy on the hood I'm invincible like Bruce Willis in the movie Invincible I'm invisible like, well I'm not really invisible I'm bad like the movie Attack of the Clones I'm dangerous a fire in a nursing home Old people burning, old people burning Put your hands up Old people burning, old people burning It's kinda messed up What, what, you got a problem with this? Maybe I should kick you in the face with my fist Because on top of guns I know karate and ninja stuff So if you come at me I'll trip you then I'll suck your nuts I, I mean I'll punch your nuts Sucking them would be gay, and I'm totally not gay. I'm all about V-A-G-I-N-A. What? Guns don't kill people. Uh-uh. I kill people. With gun. How? Guns don't kill people. Uh-uh. I kill people. With gun. How? If a guy messes with me, I shoot him with my load. All over his chest and face and down his throat Cause I don't give a fuck, I'm crazy, like Mel Gibson No wait, that just makes me sound racist Listen, I buy a lot of expensive things because I have a lot of money You can't afford expensive things cause you don't have a lot of money Ha ha, you want these things but you cannot afford them That means that you're not cool cause you're just a poor person Stupid poor people I have more money than you Stupid poor people Stupid poor people You can't even afford food When I show women my money They want to have sex with me And they always have orgasms Cause my penis is so big 25 inches long And 12 inches thick I'm the Anthony Hopkins of cock The Albert Einstein of dick I'm the Beatles of cum shots The Mozart of huge balls The Anne Frank of erections no, that's inappropriate. Everybody knows that my rhymes are really tight, like an extra large condom on my penis. That's right. My lyrics are like the movie The Shawshank Redemption. They're really good. Guns don't kill people. Uh-uh. I kill people with guns. How? Guns don't kill people. So many people that I don't even remember how many people I've killed. But it's probably around 7,000. 2,005 plus 4 pennies representing the north side. C to the anna 
Good afternoon or good evening and welcome to the vanguard for spike jupak sakel god cohen i am matt Wright, and together we are traversing the muddied waters of freedom hey everyone these are arguably getting worse over time slowly how is jupak sakel worse sakel yeah that's yiddish for intelligent wow yeah Oh, wow. <laughs> better than it's better. Okay, it's better. Hey, everyone, how are you doing? Yeah, I looked up Yiddish for some of these. You know what? Then I, I, I take it back. I actually now <laughs> feel bad that I, I'm not as good with Yiddish as I thought I was. Sikel for intelligent. Yeah. I don't know how to say it properly. I tried to find out how to say it. I wonder if, that's- like, that's not even remotely how it's said. I, so they said that the Americanized way to say it is S E K H E L. So I think it's the sound. Ah, and I'm not great at that. So Sechel. Sechel. He's very Sechel. That's that yeah. probably is. That is probably. That is probably the case. Hey everyone, by the way, if you're wondering why in the hell we picked that song, it's because if you're a member of our group muddied waters you get to uh help choose the next song for each week and emily hurtley our friend and fan and follower emily hurtley shared that song and it was it was the most fitting and if you're a member of our group you'll get special access to a website where you can leave us messages and we will answer your questions on the show Mm -hmm. we'll do that too and we'll share memes in there that are so bad that we won't share them on the public page because we don't want to be arrested yes but we do want facebook or kicked (laughs) off facebook uh really either of those things we don't want either of those so we put them in that group in the vain hope that uh we're safe in there so feel free to join uh, do we have a custom link or is it group slash a bunch of numbers? Yeah, probably. I don't know. If you search for muddied waters on, uh, on in your little Facebook search bar, it'll come up. Dan, Dan Faust, it is not too late. It is not too late. You can call in now. We aren't going to get there for like an hour. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you go to uh, if you go to that link. <laughs> that our group have members to have group access to, find. to then you can you can leave your own message and we will answer all of them 
right. unless there's we just will. like several hours or something like that. We can't do that. But we will answer a whole bunch of them. We'll answer almost all of them. And if we start getting enough of them and money to have a show where we just answer those and money, we'll start doing that too. We'll just let you guys do all of our prep for us and we'll just answer questions. It'll we be would great. love we would um, love nothing more than to just show up, answer your questions and your money <laughs> and uh and respond accordingly. Uh so this episode oh, first and foremost. First and foremost, allow me to thank Justin, who is braving the corona fuffle day in and day out, working tirelessly to make sure that I get my cava to drink on this episode. And I would like to thank Le Bleu, who is braving also the Corona Fuffle and is uh, bringing deliveries of boxes of water to America. Ultra pure water. It tastes ultra pure too. Bluvanaka. Bluvanaka. Mm, oh, that's really good water. And again, this is one of those turtle slamming bottles. Right, so if you're sick of these damn turtles and frogs, and you know, because I've got my backup here, and it's the more flimsy type of bottle that, you know, like that. But this you can really smack something with, right? So it actually, in these times uh, when the raids are going to start, uh, it's potentially a weapon. If you, but it, you have to keep it full of water so you can't drink it. Uh, <laughs> Matt Hicks. Uh, that's you, you spelled it wrong. It's with a K Kava comes from the root of the intoxicating pepper plant, which can be found. And, uh, that's K A V A for anybody. He asked what the hell is Kava. Um, it comes from the root of the intoxicating pepper plant. Uh, it is the root of a plant. Obviously, uh, you can find it in South Pacific islands like Fiji, Vanuatu, uh, the Solomon islands, Hawaii, uh, areas like that. You crush up the root, you turn it into a very fine powder. You strain it through water and you get mud. And you drink it, and it tastes terrible, and you wonder why anybody does it. But the longer you drink it, you start to feel some sort of relaxing effects, and it's completely and totally worth it. Matt, don't forget Matt Hicks. Both of you, both of my Matts, do not forget tomorrow night the Matt Tacular on my show. My fellow Totally Americans. didn't forget that. Totally didn't. I no, can tell. I can tell you my... didn't forget that, and I can also tell that Matt didn't forget either. Matt Hicks. Yeah. Matt Tacular tomorrow, 8 p.m. My fellow Americans, Matt Tacular. Yes. Matt Tacular. Um, so, guys, big news. Tomorrow night, my fellow Americans, I'm having both of the Matts in my life together on the Matt Tacular. This is massively busy week for me because I've got this show today. I've got the Matt Tacular tomorrow. And then I've got Dan Berman on a very special episode of the Writer's Block on Friday. Oh, wow. And you're simultaneously on his show (laughs) while doing your show. Right. It's a simulcast. Yeah, we're simulcasting shows on Friday. Um, Big big week for for Matt Wright. So this episode, of course, is brought to you by the Libertarian Party dad bod calendar featuring barely clothed, sexy libertarian men that encourage you to stay away from others, socially distancing. LibertarianPartyDadBod.com. Uh, twelve dollars shipped. If you if you put a little extra in there, you might get one signed by yours truly, Spike Cohen. This episode is also brought to you by the Libertarian Party Waffle House Caucus. That has buttons. Buy my buttons. Get in touch with me to see how you can give me money for buttons. They're really nice buttons. You're gonna wear them at the Coronavention, 
which is still scheduled to happen May 21st through 25th in Austin, Texas, where the Libertarian Party encourages 2,500 of us to come together very closely in a convention center in May during a pandemic. Still scheduled, still not rescheduled or turned into a Zoom meeting. We are still definitely planning in about a month to get together 2,500 of us and get all close to each other in Austin, Texas, where I believe that will be illegal for us to do. So we should probably bring our guns when we go to the Coronavention, uh, just in case they try to break up the largest gathering in the United States at that point. Uh, Definitely happening. Uh, And then this episode, of course, is also brought to you by Henry McMaster, the governor of my state, who is a bitch. He's a bitch. Let me show you what this bitch sent me. Let me show you what this bitch sent me. Where is it? Where the hell is it? Look at this. Look, this is what he sent. This is what he sent me. He said, go home. (laughs) Stay home. Travel only for work and essentials. Spreading virus. Virus spreading in all SC counties. Now, at the same time, at the same time that he's telling us to everyone stay home and go home and stay home. He's also announced that everyone should go to church on Sunday. For Easter Sunday. So I can't go to the beach, which is one of the most sterile outdoor environments possible because there's salt everywhere. And there's not a lot of people out there because it's not summer and you closed all the hotels. So it's pretty much me swimming in saline. But we definitely need to all get together in church for Easter, which is the busiest day of church for the whole year. In church. Let's all go to church, but definitely not the beach and definitely not a restaurant. Don't do that. But also, after you go to church, let's all go to Walmart. Let's all go to Walmart together and get really close to each other at Walmart. I'm Speaking a bitch. of, weren't we supposed a, to have a Seder a dinner? This week? Yeah, we're supposed to have a, a Pesach Seder. Are you having a Pesach Seder with, with Sarah? I don't know, but we were supposed to have one on the show, and you said, yeah, we can definitely do that. Much. My parent, my family will be very upset with me, but yeah, we can do that. When did I say this? Mm, probably about December. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was wondering, because I don't recall <laughs> saying that. It's what I would have said. But I, don't I was very excited about a Seder because it was when I first learned about one. I mean, I can go hard boil an egg. Sweet. We have time. And I <laughs> think we have a lamb shank in the... You don't freezer. have an egg timer anymore. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Matt Hicks has it. Um, Matt Hicks does have it, but I do have a lamb shank somewhere in the freezer I can I can bring out. Sweet. And I can... Um, definitely not going to say that. Uh, if you have a firstborn Egyptian child, we, we love them. And I would never joke about that. So, so British prime minister, Boris BJ Johnson, BJ, oh, BJ, oh, BJ. Uh, he has been hospitalized and he is now in the ICU with the, uh, with a touch of the Corona fuffle. Oh gosh. 
best known for being the architect of Brexit and a divisive figure in the British parliamentary parliamentary system. Um, obviously, a lot of people like he kind of splits. He kind of splits people. He's probably roughly right around Trump numbers, I would guess. So majority of people in Britain might dislike him, but he probably will continue to win, especially with their weird system. Um, Gosh. So or, he's in ICU? Yeah. Is he on a ventilator? Uh, I didn't read that when I saw it. I didn't see that in the original report when I did these yesterday. Oh, my Lord. But yeah. When I found out he went to ICU, I almost didn't want to make the joke that I'm going to make. Oh, no. Well, I mean, it's in the notes. It is in the notes. It is in the notes. But even though probably roughly 52% of all of Britain and the world hates him, we have to remember there are people who care about BJ. People like his fiance, Carrie Simmons, who loves him for who he is and not for his power. She is definitely very worried about him. We should all be worried for her as well. Because what will happen to Carrie Simmons if BJ passes on due to the Corona fuffle? Thoughts and prayers. Um, T's and P's. Yeah, T's and P's. Uh, So speaking of just not really a good way to talk about this in a humorous way, uh, a lady named uh, Wanda... Uh, who got really sick and lost her husband after they decided to uh, drink uh, fish cleaner. Um, They drank chloroquine phosphate because Donald Trump told her to, which isn't really what happened, but we'll just say that. Um, He he died. uh, The husband died from drinking the same thing. Uh, It turns out that they they were heralded as Trump supporters uh, as a way to dunk on Trump for saying... That hydroxychloroquine, which is decidedly not chloroquine phosphate, uh, is um, potentially a good drug for the treatment of uh, of COVID. And so they saw that on the, the news and said, hmm, I saw something that said, I think, chloroquine before. Let's just put it in our water and drink it. I don't feel good. And so... So that happened, and so they tried to put it on Trump and that, you know, his supporters are all drinking fish cleaner, uh, which was just those two, not surprisingly. And it uh, turns out that they're actually not Trump supporters. It, well, one of them definitely isn't anymore, but uh, the, 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 the wife is not a Trump supporter. Is that correct, Matt? No, the, uh, the, wife, um, the wife is definitely not a Trump supporter. Uh, Federal Election Commission <laughs> records... Uh, reviewed by the outlet that uh, that's the Washington Examiner for mm-hmm. anybody who was curious, uh, revealed numerous other recipients of one discussion, including Hillary Clinton, the Democratic Campaign Committee and the pro-choice Emily's list. Uh, she's got a long history of donating to Democratic um, campaigns and Democratic uh, organizations um, and even on her Facebook, which is now deleted after it was discovered that she hated Trump, uh, she 
uh, has posts where she was saying nobody should listen to Trump. He's insane. He's a psycho. But then. Then. Then he mentioned a drug and she said, let's go drink the fish tank cleaner that has that same word on it. And now Wanda, last name redacted, and that's not by our choice, literally. That's just, you can't find it. <laughs> I, I have not been able to find it in my hours upon hours of research. Um, she is known for, she has been arrested multiple times for domestic abuse against her husband. She's filed for divorce. Uh, as recently as 2012, they've always kind of worked it out. She can, she has gotten domestic abuse in the past. He's dead. She's not. I'm going to leave you all to make any kind of judgment you want on that. Just... You can decide what you want from from the information that we have here. We have simply said things that all are true. All of them are 100% true. And now we give those to you. To do with, with what you will. With our love and affection. And you receive it and go out into the world armed and edified with that knowledge. So she may have an alias and it may be Carol Baskin. Yes, that oh, is God. a possibility. <laughs> oh no, I, there's going to be a here I, husband, husband video here. Fishy, fishy video. <laughs> for... <laughs> Definitely not going to make that meme. Right. Uh, if anyone who is in the muddy waters group wants to make a here, fishy, fishy meme, I might share it. Uh, when, very tired and 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 punchy. So, so later tonight. Later tonight, yeah. So speaking right. of tired and punchy, Joe Biden uh, <laughs> has alerted Bernie Sanders uh, that he is working. He's vetting VP candidates this month. Is that correct, Matt? Yes, he is. He is going to be. Uh, I believe that uh, he said he's going to be doing it in the second week of this month. So coming up here. Probably mm -hmm. next week is my guess. Um, and we all know because of what happened during the March debates in an effort to bring diversity to the two old white men that were running for the nominee for the party of diversity. Mm -hmm. uh, they said that they were going, both of them agreed to nominate a female, a woman. In other news, Kamala Harris, Amy Klobuchar, Tammy Baldwin of Wisconsin, and Gretchen Whitmer of Michigan, and Sammy and Tammy Duckworth of Illinois. Oh yeah, and Stacey Abrams. Uh, they've all bought new bottles of either Pantene, Tresemme, or Herbal Essence. I need everyone to understand how low energy this was um, when I made this, um, because I just, I really just wanted to dunk on Amy Klobuchar a little bit. Um, with it and that was basically my only goal here uh, in making this um, also I was running low on time but the, the, the point of this is uh, the fact that these are all people who you know and we're going to talk about that 
I think next, women who, you know, had a, they were big in the Me Too movement. They hashtag Me Too'd and they hashtag believed all women. And now uh, they are unironically throwing their support behind a man who uh, has a long history of being very touchy and very sniffy and uh, has some rape allegations. And they're all lined up. Sexual assault. Sorry, sexual assault. Uh, And they're all lined up to cape for him for the next few months. Yep. Um, Definitely not craven um, at all. At all. So in somewhat related news, uh, Alyssa Milano, uh, who famously tweeted, I stand in solidarity with Christine Blasey Ford, hashtag me too. Uh, has now come out in support of rapey Joe Biden, allegedly rapey, sexual assaulty Joe Biden. You can still say uh, touchy, though. He's definitely say, touchy. We say old Uncle Touchy pictured here, um, showing Bernie where he sneezes into. And, uh, because that's definitely a good way to keep from spreading it. They tell you to sneeze into your elbow and then to touch others where they've sneezed into their elbow to create resistance. Anyway, so, uh, so yeah, so she has come out in support of Joe Biden even after the Tara Reid allegations, which surfaced last week. Uh, for those of us who didn't watch last week, for those of you, well, I was you. there. Yeah, we said, why didn't you? Shame on you. I'm not sure why you didn't. It's not like you had anything to do. We're all just sitting at home. But uh, for those of you who didn't watch us last week, uh, Tara Reid has uh, alleged that Biden digitally penetrated her against her consent while she was a Senate staffer. And we don't know if it happened or if it didn't happen, and we can't say for certain. What we can say is that everyone around her does confirm that she told them this happened back when she alleges it happened. So immediately after it happened, she went around, or after it allegedly happened, may or may not have happened, she went around and told everyone that it happened. And she didn't go public because literally everyone around her told her to shut up about it because Joe Biden was a beloved figure and they were just really crappy people around her who have admitted that they were crappy people to her because she came to them saying she was sexually assaulted and they said, shut up, he's famous. Her brother being one of the people who said, yes, she did say this to me and my mother. Both of us told her not to do anything about it. Right. And both of us should have been better advocates for my sister. If I remember the quote correctly from last week, um, don't quote me that that's exactly the words he used. No, but it was pretty close. It was like he actually said like, oh, by the way, this episode is brought to you. All episodes are brought to you. Everything that's on Money Waters Media is brought to you by personal injury attorney, Chris Reynolds, attorney at law, chrisreynoldslaw.com. Yes. Just want to put that out there. Oh yeah, we were Chris Reynolds did out in this place very um, much, very much. Chris Reynolds did it. Um, so we don't know that it happened or that it didn't happen. But this is a woman that has. I mean, the fact that she went and told a bunch of people that makes it sound a lot of, more. I think I think she told a minimum of four people that this happened, including like her closest loved ones, um, right. and which is what one would do in a situation like that and has consistently said that this happens. Anyway, we don't know if it happened. We don't know if it didn't happen. 
certainly sounds at least plausible. And if you're in the hashtag believe all women hashtag me too, I would say this would probably be a good one to hashtag believe. But anyway, she came. But but as we discussed last week, the me too movement hashtag me too is now a nonprofit and they can't back her because it's against Joe Biden. Which violates uh, election laws. Right. Violate, and they they're afraid of losing their non their five hundred one c three if they do back her. Now, had this been going the other way, and again, going to make it very clear, we are not fans of President Trump, and we do not condone rape. Just going to throw it out there, and we're not fans of Justice Kavanaugh. No, no, we are not. Um, but had this been going the other way. Everybody would say we. Everybody needs to hear about this. Nobody really knows about Tara Reid. Nobody really knows this story. Um, Alyssa Milano is going to bring more attention to it by saying that she supports Joe Biden right. than anything else possibly could have. Yep. Yep. So she came out in on a podcast in support of uh, Joe. Uh, who is her preferred candidate for 2020, uh, and said, I believe that even though we should believe women, and that is an important thing, what that statement really means is that for so long, the go-to has been not to believe them. Starting good here. Uh, We have to societally change that mindset to believing women, but that does not mean at the expense of not giving men their due process and investigating situations. It's got to be fair in both directions. Now, this was a... (laughs) This is the same person who was in support of Christine Blasey Ford, Mm -hmm. who didn't tell anybody about these allegations against Kavanaugh up until allegedly years later, but couldn't remember who she told it to and couldn't Mm -hmm. produce any witnesses that it actually happened. She was in support of that and saying he should step down. Yeah. We talked and, about this a little bit last week. Uh, a guy from the Atlantic whose name I'm completely blanking on right now. He did the same thing. He said the allegations against Kavanaugh are enough to make him step down. Yep. He is not saying anything about Biden. Mm-hmm. She actually is coming out and saying that she is in support of Biden. And as we will hear in a second, uh, she says, I don't feel comfortable throwing away a decent man that I've known for 15 years in this time of complete chaos without there being a thorough investigation. She did not care about the investigation into Kavanaugh. Well, she didn't know him. She didn't know him, Matt. And, and you know, when you know someone, they can't possibly be a rapist or a sexual assaulter or molester or whatever the term is, but they, they can't possibly be victimizing people. I'm pretty because certain that she know knew him. Weinstein, and she was probably on the blame Weinstein bus. I would assume as much. Um, now, to her credit, Rose McGowan. McGowan or McGowan? I think it's McGowan, but Rose, Rose McGowan. Rose McGowan. The, McGowan. The, Rose McGowan. The, the lady who used to uh, be with um, Marilyn Manson uh, has also been a staunch Me Too supporter uh, and also a victim of Harvey Weinstein uh, and a former co-star with Melissa Milano. Uh, called Milano a fraud. She said, you are a fraud. This is about holding the media accountable. You go after Trump and Kavanaugh saying, believe victims. You are a lie. You have always been a lie. 
The corrupt DNC is in on the smear job of Tara Reid. So are you. Shame. Now, I'm not the biggest fan of Rose McGowan. McGowan? McGowan? Whatever. Rose. I'm not the biggest fan of hers um, because I actually agree with uh, what Milano says here. But I know she doesn't actually believe it. I agree that they need to be given due process investigating and thorough investigations. I agree with all of that. I know she doesn't believe that. Right. At least Rose, she is steadfast in what she believes. And I respect that. At least, at least you're standing up for what you actually 100% believe as opposed to Milano who is backing down at the very first opportunity. It's, it's part, it's purely partisan for her. She, she hashtag believed in women because of it was against Republicans and she's a liberal Democrat. But now that it's for a Democrat, well, I've, I know him. Right. Oh, I know know Joe. I've known him for 15 years. Nothing. He would have never, he never would never, There's no way he would ever. This is the woman who wanted to, who called for a sex strike. And then she called for a sex strike because of abortion restrictions, which ultimately is what the hardcore pro-life crowd wants. It's for women not to have sex unless it's for procreation. Um, So kind of a win there for them. Um, But then when asked to clarify on, for example, does that mean that your poor husband now has to listen to you talk and not have any sex with you? Uh, I think that was how it was worded. She said, well, no, I'm still having my sex with my husband, but you shouldn't have sex with anyone. But I am. So I think Rose nailed it with this person. Uh, and, and, uh, and, you know, the fraudulent nature of who she is as a person. Oh, yeah. Awful. She's awful. Speaking awful. of fraud. Like, and Rose, like, go ahead. And real, again, Rose McGowan, I dug her in Scream. I never watched Charmed, so I don't really know. Uh, she was in this movie, The Doom Generation, uh, and that was a weird movie. But outside of those three things, I can't name much that she's ever done. Uh, and I've never liked her at all. Is like, Char- as is a person, Char- I've never liked her. Is Charm the one with the witches? Yes. Yeah. That's what Where I know. Took over. I can't, I've never seen it. I'm going to preface this with, I've never seen an episode of the show. And for some reason, I know that Shannon Doherty and Elizabeth Milano and somebody else were on the show. Shannon Doherty left because that's what she does in TV. And then Rose McGowan came in and took over her spot. Never seen an episode. But she nailed it with this tweet. She did. She crushed it. I mean, stand up for your convictions, Alyssa, at the, at the bare minimum. At the bare minimum. If this is what you believe, if you believe that allegations, strong allegations, should be enough to essentially derail someone's political career, which I disagree, but if that's what you think, you have every right to think that, then apply it across the board, especially when this is one that has a little bit of, 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 of weight behind it because there are actually people she told. Doesn't mean it happened. She may have been lying then. But she did tell people, which gives it a lot more weight than someone saying, yep, I told absolutely no one. Oh, no, I did tell someone. Can't tell you who. 
Couldn't tell you who, but I definitely told someone. Oh, I think it was this person. No, it was this person, like and that. then they came out and said, yeah, no, she never told me that. Oh, wasn't him? Oh, must have been the other one. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, well, you know. It was but he definitely did years it. Ago. Happened a long time ago, but it definitely happened. Right. This is where it's like, no, I told everyone that I cared about that it happened, and they all told me to shut up. I told my brother, I told my mom, I told my friend, and I told a staff, a friend that was a staffer for Ted Kennedy. Uh, the mother has sadly passed away. So she could not comment. The brother said, yep, that happened. The friend and the staffer both said, uh, under, they said that they did not want their names released. Yep. Said, yep, she definitely told us that. Yep, and I def- she definitely told us that, and I definitely, we definitely advised her to do nothing about it. So this to me sounds like a pretty. It, it, she's at least been consistent. She may have been consistently yeah. lying. If you're someone who believes that we have to hashtag believe all women, then you need to hashtag believe this chick. Yep. So definitely a fraud. Speaking of frauds, Wyoming. <laughs> Let's talk about Wyoming, Matt. Let's go tell them about the state of Wyoming. Yep. Uh, today, Wyoming is a real place. Whatever. Or at least we acknowledge people who claim to have lived and or been there. I may not agree with your belief that Wyoming is real, but I will fight to the death your right to think it is. <laughs> well, if Wyoming isn't real, the rest of this story is really pointless. <laughs> wouldn't be the first thing we've done that was pointless on the show so they have a law there. that's true um they have a law there uh their food freedom act which i know that normally when you hear something like this and it comes from government it's the exact opposite right like the patriot act unpatriotic the affordable care act unaffordable things like that um The Food Freedom Act is actually serving as a model nationally for how states can deregulate in-state food sales. When I was reading about, so just so everybody knows, I had completely different notes written for today. Completely different notes. And then I found out about this and I went down a rabbit hole reading about it. And I said, I want to talk about something good. So I'm talking about, we're talking about this today instead of anything else I wrote. Um, And also, side note, the Food Freedom Act is nine pages long, and God bless their brevity, because I read the whole damn thing. Uh, Because normally, I just have to skim through those. Uh, So five years ago, they passed the law, the Food Freedom Act. Um, It opened up the possibility for producers, farmers, uh, or their designated agents to sell directly to an informed-in customer. So that means that somebody who's not going to sell it to a restaurant, somebody who's not going to sell it to a food bank, something like that. Right, right. It'd be like me selling something to Spike. Right. Um, that that's basically all it is. Anybody can do this now, as long as uh, it is. It takes place at a farm, a ranch, a farmer's market, a home, an office, or any location agreed upon by the two parties. That's literally anywhere. Literally sounding good anywhere. so sounding good so far, right? 
This uh, was intended to boost sales of locally grown foods uh, instead of foods trucked in. So it boosts the local economy, allows for a freer form of exchange. And if you're into it, it is greener because you don't have trucks coming from all over the place to stock up your Piggly Wigglies or whatever they have in alleged Wyoming. Um, I don't know what grocery store they would have there. So I went I'm gonna with look one. Up, I'm going to look up what a Wyoming grocery store is named. Right. Now, all of this has already happened. There were uh, provisions written into the original bill. This place isn't. Have... This place isn't real. Jackson Hole Grocer, King Super, Albert. Oh, Jackson no. Hole is a pretty cool spot though. Is that real? Yeah. I've had friends that work there, and they send pictures, and it looks that place looks awesome. This is all a sham. I, you know. Whatever. Bush in Wyoming. Go ahead. So uh, all of this has already happened. They put provisions into this thing. And you know how many times whenever governments are like, okay, yeah, don't worry. We're going to get to this part later. They never get to it. it, The bills pass. They don't care. They've actually been hitting every single thing. And not only that, they've been amending this bill, which is also very terrifying coming from government. But every time they're doing something else good. Now, uh, all of this has uh, already happened. It's benefited ranchers, uh, other food entrepreneurs, which I did not know what that was, but that was written in the article and I figured I'd go with it. So if anybody knows what another food entrepreneur is. What is an, a food entrepreneur? Right. If anyone knows and that. And it's also helped out consumers. Um, and this entire program has so far kicked off without a single case of foodborne illness tied to any food sold under the law. Not one. Now, an amendment was added last month to allow low-risk foods like homemade jams to be sold in grocery stores, uh, sold in grocery stores, and sold and consumed in restaurants. So now, if farmers make jams or other food entrepreneurs uh, make jams or things along those uh, in that ballpark, they can sell them to restaurants and they can sell them to stores and they can be sold, and you don't have to go through all of the extra hassle of buying from some distributor who selling it to a distributor who then sells it to these places. Right. Um, you can just direct sale, which is awesome. Right. These are all good then, things. Like it's right. good that you can buy from someone if they want to sell to you. Exactly. And it's weird that you, you can't, can't in most, it's states. weird that you can't it's in weird other that places. You can't. It's weird that you can't like go to Tyson chicken and say, Hey, that chicken looks nice. I'd like to buy it. Nope. We have to give nope. it to Walmart. Why? Right. For your safety. It's weird that if I make jams or jellies or am a beekeeper, which would be really weird since I'm deathly allergic, I can't like make honey or jam and. Oh, maybe sell that's it a food entrepreneur. A local, a beekeeper. A local that's convenience a, store. That's a food entrepreneur. A beekeeper. Yeah, probably. That's actually a good call. Yeah. Um, so last month, no, I'm sorry, that's a lot. Yesterday, maybe two days last week, uh, they passed a new amendment that's going to go forth in July, which is a animal share amendment. Nice. (laughs) This will let consumers buy individual cuts of meat directly from the ranchers through an animal share agreement. And this part, this part turned me on reading 
completely outside of the Department of Agriculture in- <laughs> Inspection Regime. Wow. That was actually in the article. My nipples I copied are hard that. now. I have to cover my nipples because they're they're ready. Right. Like mine are always kind of uh, Yeah. That's why that's why it's blocked by the banner. By the bar. Um, that's the nipple bar for you. Right. <laughs> the nipple bar. Um this, truly everything about this law is absolutely amazing. No other state in the nation has a law like this. And soon Wyomingans. Wyomingian. This is not real. Like the, and, and I don't the, know if that's right. I guessed. I okay. just liked it. Wyomophiles. Wyomatite. Wyomite. Like they'll be able to order short ribs from the cow they want from. They'll be able to just go out and say, yeah, I like that cow. That is amazing. I want short ribs from it. Or people looking for the perfect brisket for their Passover dinners will be able to call it will be able to say which calf they want it from because I think there's something about slaughtering calves. I'm not 100% sure. Um, Wyomingite. That's what Wyomingites. Yes. And I literally put in, what are people, and it, it, it Google knew I was going to ask, from Wyoming called. Right. Um, and the way that they define animal share, which this is going to be kind of detailed, but it is an ownership interest in an animal or herd of animals created by a written contract being between an informed end consumer and a farmer or rancher that includes a bill of sale to the consumer for an ownership interest in the animal or herd and a boarding provision under which the consumer boards the animal or herd with the farmer or rancher for care and processing and the consumer is entitled to receive a share of the meat from the animal or herd. Basically, that is a really long way of saying, I'm going to give you money to get the ground chuck out of this bad boy's neck yep. whenever you decide to kill it. And outside of the Department of Agriculture inspection regime. This is honestly the greatest food freedom law I have ever seen. And I've seen, sadly, many. <laughs> I have read a lot of laws. For I have good. read a lot of those, and none of them have been worthy of us to even talk about. So they're also working on making it legal to sell processed meats, be able to sell it to people who can then so donate right, it. Right now you can sell processed chicken, but you can't sell processed anything. Else. So they're going to do all the other meats. They're going to make it where you can donate it or resell it to someone else for third party and restaurants to be able to participate in the transactions. So basically, they're just completely opening the market for food. And and they're a lot work, of it... They're working even, on that. That part's been really difficult uh, to get through. But the guy who's been writing all of the amendments, he said that these are things that he wants to add in eventually. That is incredible. Uh, they're doing... They're definitely ensuring the freedom for farmers and consumers and they're creating more competition too uh because now you don't have to just go to a store you can buy it directly from the food entrepreneurs as we're calling them now uh in this uh, on the show um and also you get to pick out your steak so it's like when you go to a restaurant and you say i want that lobster now you can go to a cow and say i got a good feeling about this one i want that one's meat Right. And so Matt Hicks is saying this sounds like a complicated food co-op, except it's not that you are a part owner in a 
you're not part owner in a in a store or on a farm. You are right. part owner of a cow or a pig. Like you say, I just want this. I you know that cow looks tasty. Or if you're like me and you don't know which cow would look tasty, you go, I just want some of your best. Here's the money. And then you would just get a portion of that cow. Now, Dan Faust, Dan Faust says, yeah, it's not, you're not actually having to become a member of a food co-op. You're just saying, I want that cow's chuck steak or short ribs or whatever. Um, Dan Faust is saying that Ohio's Libertarian Party political director uh, has been doing this uh, for a while now with his pigs. Where you can just say, I want that part of the pig. Now, so I have heard, like, I know in Tennessee, you can do things like buy certain certain sections. Um, I didn't say outside the, sorry, Matt Hicks said, I got aroused when you said outside the FDA, and I didn't say that. Outside of the State Department of Agriculture. But that Department. might be out. That might be outside of the USDA too. If it's not, if it's not covered by the state, maybe right. it, it might not be covered by USDA either. That's that's also possible. And I know like Tennessee has something. I know that one of my good friends in Tennessee, he will just go and buy like a quarter of a cow. Um, I don't know if what he's doing is legal, but he does it. It wouldn't surprise me. If it wasn't, it may require a lot of, you know, making them a member of a co-op or something like that yeah. to be able to do it. I, I, I don't know where they have to get some kind of licensing or something to do that. But uh, uh, just this is such a good law that it's clear that, w- that it's not real. And neither is Wyoming. I still say Wyoming's not real. They try to blame Dick Cheney on this place that doesn't exist. I don't think he's 100 percent real either. Um you know, have you ever actually, does anyone, has, has anyone ever actually met Dick Cheney? No. No. Um, but I'll tell you who is real, Matt. And that is our good friend, Chris Reynolds. That's a good segue. Chris Reynolds, the personal injury attorney. Who sponsors the personal injury attorney, Chris Reynolds, attorney at law, anchor call-in moment. Where we take calls from messages that were left to us by... Well, usually just by uh, Chris Reynolds. We did, we've had a couple from other people, but we're hoping with the new group that everyone comes on and... Ooh, did you change the color? Yeah. Oh, cool. It looks great. Um, I tried to match the outside as opposed to the inside that it automatically matched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I like it. I like it. So, all right. Oh, we have a, we have a non-Chris Reynolds here too. So we've got some questions. Ooh, we got And fast. Thank you. Dan Faust with Team Supreme. He was also on a call with me and Vermin uh, with the university with Emerson College uh, yesterday. Was that yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. Um, so we're starting with, we've got quite a few calls. Uh, so we're starting with one from Chris right now. Personal injury attorney Chris Reynolds here with your sports segment. As everyone knows, pretty much all professional sports have been suspended for the time being. Some uh, before they even started, like baseball, some in the middle of their seasons, like uh, basketball, the NBA, um, and some that were almost to the end but didn't quite finish, um, like most uh, world soccer leagues. Um, and I would love to know what Spike would prefer of the options on what to do. Um, 
for example, the Premier League, they have the option of just waiting till we can they can play again and finishing out the season. Um, two, whatever place everyone was in when the um, suspension of the league happened, um, that's going to be their final standings. Or three, do they just void the season, um, not declare a winner, and act like it basically didn't happen, and and start fresh the next time that they're able to play? Thanks. Yeah, I mean, I guess it would depend on how far into the season they are. There was only I mean, about 10 games left. Out of? 80 or so. Oh, okay. I mean, I guess you could do the, here's our current standings and we didn't have a final championship or whatever, but kind of sucks. They, um, they, I, I mean, so for anybody out there who's not a football fan, we're gonna preface this with wait, wait. So if <laughs> so, if we don't, with, neither if am I. If we're not calling it soccer, we not only have to call it football, but we have to use its Spanish spelling. Yeah, football. Spanish pronunciation. Um, so, not just football, football. What I have learned uh, about European football is that. <laughs> Is that uh, so? They have uh, like four billion different leagues, and all of the teams play them. So you got the Premier League, the Champions League, the UEFA leagues, and then like then you go into the world stuff. It's weird. Like they constantly there's soccer going on. Um, so the Premier League, the Premier League uh, is all of Europe. Uh, and if you end up in the bottom eight, you get relegated down to the lower level, and then people who are in the top eight could come up, I think. Uh, I'm certain that if Chris Reynolds is still in the comments, he will tell me how wrong I am or how correct I am with all of this. Um, they don't have a championship game. Oh, okay. And the reason that Chris Reynolds is asking you this is because he and I were talking about this on Saturday. And it's going to come into play later as well uh, in our show because it has a lot to do with the second half of our show. Um, We're not going to talk about soccer before you just immediately turn us off. Uh, I was was going to leave, actually. Right. No, I get it. Um, So the Premier League doesn't have a championship game. It's just whoever wins the most amount of games over the course of the entire season wins the Premier League. Oh, okay. So then you could just say, okay, this is the standing and go forward from right. there. And that might be the best way to do it. If they're already seven-eighths of the way through the season, then... Right. And Liverpool, which is the team that is my preferred soccer team, uh-huh. um, they were so far ahead at the time that they called the season. They, I think they needed to win one more game, and they won out of the 10 or 11 games that were left. So, okay. The reason Chris is asking uh, is going to come into play later. He also wanted to see what you would say since I'm a Liverpool guy, and he wanted to see if you would disagree with me. Where I said no, they should just give it to Liverpool. Oh, because Liverpool hasn't won it since the '90s. I equally am fine with that, just to show how much I care about right football. Um. I mean, football. Football is a lot like communism. 
Um, it's very popular in Europe, and very often no one wins. Uh, and you have to work really hard for it, and then yeah. still not, no one wins. Right. So uh, next, next call from personal injury attorney Chris Reynolds here with your AOC Millennial Minute. On Tuesday, today, um, Wisconsin, um, unlike many states, went ahead and um, had its voting, did not extend uh, time for mail-in ballots uh, to um, the dismay of, I think, many um, in the Democratic Party. Um, And it just illustrates a problem that I think we're going to obviously continue having. And I know you guys have discussed this a little bit before, but um, I'd love to know what you guys would think would be kind of an ideal way to handle this if they're not able to, for example, you know, continue voting or, um, you know, allowing polling places to open or have conventions. Um, should we postpone everything? Should we do virtual everything? Like what, what is a solution you guys would think would work? Thanks. Before you say, before you say anything, that is the second how. Oh, yeah. Like literally, that is the second half of our show. Anarchy. All right. So we'll, we will we'll circle back. Right. We're going to circle back to Chris's question to that question right. as part of our special coverage of the. We're going to get back to that. All right. <laughs> Personal injury attorney Chris Reynolds here with your MMA minute. Dana White, in uh, in contradiction to all of the other sports that I think that we know about, who have all shut down, um, is refusing to to stop uh, fights, and is coming up with, I guess, some some might say some creative ways um, to keep things going. He's got a um, a UFC fight coming up here in just like a, a week or two, um, and then he is also apparently saying that he has. Uh, procured an island um to to host uh future fights uh, i guess for the rest of the year um and uh i'd love to know your guys's thoughts on uh on what dana white is doing um and number two is this something that is actually going to work and be practical or is this going to fall apart at the last second thanks so i think dana's playing a very high risk bet that by so right now we just saw no one has anything to do or talk about that isn't related to covid because not only is that obviously the biggest news but also everything's off everything's been shut down you can't really go anywhere in some states you can't even go anywhere uh i mean our bitch governor said you can't Go home and stay home. Unless it's to church on Sunday. Easter Sunday. Um, but, you know, so everyone's having to, you know, stay home. Everyone's doesn't have anything to do. So we saw how popular Tiger King was where everyone talked about Tiger King. Which, it probably would have been popular regardless. That would have been popular in any situation. But it became the only... It became the only non-COVID thing any of us talked about because there was nothing else to talk about. And uh, 
I think that Dana's making a bet that he can turn, you know, UFC into the thing everyone's talking about and get way more attention because there's no other stuff going on. And I think he's betting that whatever fallout happens as a result of the virus or any spread or anything will either not happen or they can keep it at bay or it'll be minimal enough in terms of actual damage that he it's more than worth it for the gain of being able to, you know, have a captive, literally captive audience to his thing. Um, I think it's hilarious that he's found an island. I don't know what to tell you if it's going to fall apart or or how it's going to go. I, I think... I, I'm hoping he is being very, very, very careful with how he's doing stuff because um, it can very quickly turn into everyone there having coronavirus because uh, you're dealing with people who not only are not socially distancing, but they're sweating and bleeding on each other. And then they're going and uh, hugging everyone else and the, the ref's right there and they're all interacting. So, I mean, it would have to be a very... I mean, obviously the fighters have to be together, but they may have to have everyone else socially distanced. And I don't even know how that's practical because you're training. Like, I, I don't know. I can't see it not ending with everyone there getting COVID because one person's bound to have it. Um, hopefully they all take it well when they get it. I, I don't know what else to tell you, Matt. Like, I... I I mean, good on him, I guess. Like, and anybody who's going to go, I would guess that they understand the risks. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I would make it that. And in all honesty, as long as he doesn't call it, like, fire with a Y fights, it'll probably go off without a hitch. Yeah, don't call it fire fights. Um, as tempting as it is I, yeah, I mean, that. I mean, it's tempting. I was like, man, this sounds like Fire Festival. Uh, if you had Ja Rule be the be one of the announcers, that's when you know that they're really leaning into it. Uh, I mean, you can do the precaution. I, I, there's a part of me that's like, hey, good for Dana because it's given us something to talk about, and he's definitely recognizing a, a niche niche in the market there. But that could blow up in his face. If it turns out everyone gets COVID and one of them dies, and I mean, that's Dana is actually a pretty smart businessman, though. I believe he would make them sign releases, it, which could legally protect him in a lawsuit. But look at think of the public opinion. Possibly, they never even know who originally had it. But as a result, everyone or most of the people would, there. I wonder if he would test everybody, because I'm going to guess there's no fans. I'm going to guess it oh, would be Oh, yeah, fans. yeah. Well, especially if nope. it's on an island, yeah. Right. So so there's not going to be any fans there. So you're going to be looking at, and he'd probably keep entourage to a minimum. So he'd trainer, maybe a sponsor. And you test everyone. And you test everyone. And you're not allowed on the island if you You're have. not allowed on the island if you don't and have some kind of an incubation period. I mean, he could do it in a way that it more than likely is going to work or, or has a, at least a good possibility of working out. But that's a tough one. That is a tough one. It's ballsy. It's is ballsy. what it is. And if it works, it's going to elevate him way higher than, than, you know, any other move he could possibly make. If it doesn't work, then he's always going to be the guy who he's going to be the coronavirus guy forever. The coronavirus MMA guy. He's going to be the corona. He's going to be the, the UF COVID guy forever. Right. 
Yeah. So I don't know what to tell you. That'll be an interesting one to watch. So here is the next one. Personal injury attorney Chris Reynolds here with your religion roundup. With Easter fast approaching, um, many, if not most, um, religious institutions, churches um, are going online virtual for their services. Um, some are not. Um, I'd love your opinion on on that. Um, but more importantly, and, and really the, the important issue here is uh, is obviously what good old Joe Joel Osteen is doing. Um, and I just wanted to know how excited you guys were for Joel Osteen's Easter virtual service that he's putting on that is going to include Kanye West, Mariah Carey, and Tyler Perry. Thanks. I'm super excited about that. I uh, couldn't care less about that. Matt's as excited about it as I am. So, how far do I want to go into this? So, if you go to a building, are you going to take forty-five seconds or longer? Yes. Okay. You're just going to leave. Okay. Um, so, if you go into a building where you believe that what you do in that building can protect you and others just by virtue of you being there and going, doing whatever the thing is that you're supposed to do in that building. I think that naturally some of your guard comes down from what you would do in any other situation. And so if you look at, for example, South Korea, where at one point there were 30 people in South Korea, 31 people in South Korea that they knew of that had COVID. 30 of them were contained. They felt bad. They had been to China. They went and got tested. Turns out they had it. They got treated and contained. There was a 31st who said, oh, I don't feel good. I'm going to go to church potlucks. And so she went to several church services and infected dozens or hundreds of people who turned around and infected thousands of more people because of one person who went to church because they thought that would make them feel better. I'm not going to get into a debate about your religious faith if you have one. I'm going to tell you that the data demonstrates that COVID doesn't care what your religion is. So there's no one, there's no uh, religious faith or denomination that's able to say, nope, almost all of our, we have no one or almost no one who's been infected with it because our prayers work and God actually loves us. Proving, you know, being proven by the fact that none of us are getting, everyone's getting it. If you're exposed, you get it. Um, Yeah. That's, I think, what I want to say about this. That's the extent to which I want to say about this. I think going into a building with lots of other people who believe that their deity is going to protect them specifically from a disease is one of the last places I would want to be right now. Especially on the busiest day to be there, which is Easter. 
Easter followed by Christmas, but Easter is the busiest Sunday on average for Christian churches. But this happened. It no more. Is over and the I united forget. states of america just the united states and well again that's yeah, really so. good news yeah kenneth copeland uh guys i keep forgetting to pull up that video because we need to have that often to let people know that kenneth copeland canceled COVID-19 in yeah, America. Yeah, he canceled coronavirus in the U.S. Just in the U.S. It's over. Everyone's fine. And the sickness has ended. Rona. He canceled it. He canceled the Rona. And um, he canceled it. So we're fine. So actually, you can do whatever you want. Right. Uh, and then we... So we have one more... Chris Reynolds says, but Kanye and Mariah. One, I haven't liked Mariah ever. I didn't say religion is stupid, Chris. Thank you. And Kanye... Well, I don't listen to rap and hip hop, so I can't name a Kanye song, and I'm actually proud of it. I like Kanye. He went into a thing, but some of those songs were still kind of good. Um, Mariah, well, wait, I think is, a, he has a song like that goes scoopity boop, poopity scoopity, scoopity scoopity poopity. Yeah, yeah, that was like a mixtape thing he put out. I'm not sure if that song has an actual name, but yeah. Um, yeah, he, he's the scoopity poopity guy. Uh, that's before he became the King Jesus guy. So, okay, so we have one more from Chris and then one from Dan Faust. So here's the one from Chris. Personal injury attorney Chris Reynolds here with yet another AOC Millennial Minute. As many have predicted for a while and um, are kind of now saying as kind of his last stand, um, if if Bernie, I guess, doesn't win Wisconsin, um, pretty much everyone, I, I guess, other than the, the Bernie bros are saying that that uh, there's pretty much a 0% chance that he could procure the, the nomination. Um, and so thinking of that, if we're looking at uh, Biden being the nominee, and I know you guys have discussed this a little bit, but um, as things have shaped up a little bit more, um, who do you guys think would be the best vice presidential candidate for Biden? Thanks. Bernie's still going to win this. Um, he's going to win Wisconsin, and then he's going to um, he's going to get he's going to win this. He's going to get all of these. Uh, he's going to win all these races, and um, Bernie's going to win it. Um, first, I just want to say that somebody went to Anchor.fm/slash Muddied Waters, and they are now a supporter. Oh, wow. They are now a supporter of our show. Um, I don't know how to make that where you can see it. Yep, we got a supporter. Thank you for becoming a supporter. Supporter? That's right. Of Anchor FM. And you too. Trust me. I'm going to earn all of that later. Um, Yeah. Yeah. is that how we get supporters? Apparently so, yes. Okay. Apparently. Apparently that's how we're doing it now. Um, that's fair. Yeah, if uh, so Biden is going to win Wisconsin. 
And then after that, I think New York's the only state left that has like a major del- Ohio, I guess, kind of right. Ohio does. Um, so they're like the only two of oh, New York. Uh, those are the only three states left that have major delegate count. Right. In Biden wins Wisconsin whenever that happens, because it's not going to be today. Like, yes, they're voting today, but they did mail-ins until today. So we're not going to know an answer until later this week. Yeah, or a few days. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, but Biden's going to win. 68% chance, I think, that Biden's going to oh, win. Oh, really? Oh, okay. I, yeah. I haven't been following it since the, uh, since since I was the told, since this bitch told me to stay in my house. Yeah, I was actually sitting on the couch the other night, and I went, "Wow, I haven't looked up anything on primaries in a while." It just died. The primaries yeah. just didn't matter anymore because they're not. Wow, and Wisconsin voted today. Really, that kind of takes out the entire second half of our show. Um, but what I think, <laughs> huh? Um, you know what? I'm going to answer the rest of this after we take Dan Faust because really this is the second half of our show that may have just gotten wiped out because Wisconsin did that. Wisconsin strikes again. Um, <laughs> see, that's what real states do. Wyoming. Um, they ruined right. the second half of our show. They ruined so the second half of our show. Half. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wyoming, I guess. Well, they didn't ruin it. They just gave us something nice to talk about, as many right. fantasy objects do. <laughs> so here is uh, a message from from Dan Faust. Good evening, Matt and Spike. This is Dan Faust with a question for this week's episode. Given that in most states, the government has decided that cutting hair is a violation of social distancing due to the coronavirus, what is your solution for keeping your hair in fantastic condition. Should people organize voluntarist underground hair salons? So far, my solution has been to just give up and just have my hair do this. So that's been yeah, my personal uh... solution. <laughs> I know that um, many people don't believe me when I say this, but I wash my hair like once every two weeks. What? And uh, yeah, yeah, once every two weeks. Look at it. I'm not messing with it. Why? Why are you giving me that face? I've, I, go go. I don't want to interrupt you. Go ahead. Yeah. No. One. It's a, it's roughly once every two weeks that I wash my hair. Okay. Um, and. And I uh, get it cut once every six months or so. So I actually haven't given a lot of thought to this. But pretty much all of us know somebody who cuts hair. Whether it be a friend, whether it be somebody you go to regularly, whatever. I'm willing to bet that if you're not going for something massively extreme, like highlights and low lights and whatever i don't know i don't know what other people do mine's basically a razor um you can probably get somebody to come over to your get them to come over to your house they need the money you can probably get them to come over to your house yeah so i mean it's it's illegal but you can definitely possibly do that i i'm just 
so what do you do in between the two weeks? I mean, I shower like every day. Right. And right. I get it wet, but I don't, I don't shampoo or condition. I do that once every two weeks. And it's it better just, for your hair. But it's better for your hair because it allows the natural oils that are in your hair to build up, which are just better for your hair and your scalp. Okay. And has my hair ever looked greasy? No, which is why I don't get it. Right. Yeah. I yeah. I washed my hair last Monday. Okay, well I'm not even and Faust, yeah, that's a good point. You can do that too. Like if you don't care what you look like, uh you can cut your own hair, you can shave your head, you can do any of those things. I can't do that. I'm actually waiting for my wife to become a barber. Mm. I mean, she's not taking even the first step towards that, but I, I'm I'm banking on that, or I'm hoping that like I find a barber who already has gotten COVID and it now has the antibodies and is free to roam about the cabin, as it were. Here's what I'm upset about since we're talking about hair. Ryan Teeter makes me sick, disgusts me as a person. I am sick and tired of him having hair that looks good during all of this. And he complains about it because apparently there's something wrong there that he's upset about. Well, it's blue. No, that part he likes. It's something oh. he said that, oh, it's it's getting too long on the side. And he sickens oh. me. He disgusts me and makes me sick. And this is terrorism. Um, I encourage everyone to find Ryan Teeter on Facebook and report his profile um, for inciting i don't know like violence against uh minorities um because it just disgusts me it makes me sick i'm sick of it um if you stop washing your hair and let it grow out you would have the same hair i wonder if semitic hair can't oh do you get all curly when it gets long enough, it gets curly. But even then, only kind of a loose curl. I'm not sure I'd describe my hair as Semitic, actually. Do you get, like, a nice wave to it? It gets a little wavy. Huh. It gets a little wavy. Man, I can't believe you don't have your hair long, like, nice slick with a wave in it. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm going to have enough hair to do it soon enough, so I may have to completely switch up my... Uh, get a nice bouffant. Happening. Yeah, I might have to switch up my aesthetic here and go with the full Jufro. May have to do the Jufro, guys. Um, well, folks, thanks for uh, all of your questions for the personal injury attorney, Chris Reynolds, attorney at law, anchor Colin moment. Uh, that was a lot of fun. And uh, thank you for uh, thank you for helping me remember how angry at Ryan I am. Right. Um, so now on to the second ruined segment. So, okay, Wisconsin was going back and forth on whether or not they were going to have a primary. Right. For like a week. It went to the Supreme Court. And they were like, yes, we're going to have it. No, we're not going to have it. Yes, we're going to have it. No, we're not going to have it. And then last night, the governor signed, no, we're going to push it back to June 9th, I think is when it was. Mm -hmm. And then I woke up today and they had it. 
And I didn't even think about the second half of this show being kind of contingent on them not having it. Uh, so here's the deal. If Biden wins Wisconsin, which I believe he will. Right. I don't foresee Bernie staying in the race until convention anymore. Oh, really? No. Okay. It doesn't make sense because you're forcing people to either lose their vote or you force them to go out and get the the possibility of getting sick when you don't really have a chance of winning. Right. Oh, but, yeah, you're right. Yeah, because you could say in the interest of not having to have any more votes, which could potentially, you know, lead to this or will lead to the spread of COVID. Yep. I, I, I concede to Joe Biden, who I suddenly think is the right person for this race, even though right. I've been bad mouthing so, him for years. Everything that we were going to talk about because Wisconsin voted, unless Bernie somehow wins, which isn't yeah. going to happen. I, it's not, I it's, don't see that happening. No is pointless um because the entire second half was what happens if we don't have another primary and biden and bernie are sitting at just under 1200 and 900 respectively in the delegate count because that was kind of what it was looking like right. but then wisconsin this morning was like oh screw it we're just gonna vote and the entire second half of the show is done because in all honesty i do believe that once biden wins this Ohio and New York are the only ones that are left. Right now, I think that Bernie needs to win 65% of every state that is left, including Wisconsin. Including Wisconsin, Which in is order a, to get enough delegates to yeah. get to the 1991 necessary. At a time when all the non-Bernie bro Democrats are just saying, let's get behind our presumed nominee and go forward on this thing. Um, yeah. Now, here's what we can talk about. What if the, you know, we keep talking about this first wave of COVID that we can slow the curve by ending the lockdown, okay? Or slow the curve by locking down and socially distancing and so forth, okay? Then what? We're not going to have a vaccine until sometime next summer at the earliest, maybe even end of that, end of next year or beginning of 2022, meaning that we are still susceptible to COVID and there's no way we're going to completely eradicate it. So as soon as they reopen things, it's just going to start spreading again. Unless you've had it. Unless you've had it. And if only one-ish or less percent of the population has it, it's going to just spread exponentially again. Just in time for cold and flu season to kick off. So what happens if we end up not having an election in November or can't do an in-person wait in line? Because there's no effective way to make everyone stand six feet apart waiting to vote in, in an election. Like it's just even in a rural area, that would be difficult. And in the cities where they're lined up around several blocks to do it, there's just no way. There's no way that they could do that. And you've got everyone touching the same stuff. Like it, there's, it is a, it is a, a great way to spread a pathogen to, to keep it going. So does that mean we go to national mail-in? I know there was talk about that, but Donald Trump, in a in a rare moment of uh, of of uh, uh, perfect honesty, said that he would never support such a thing 
because the Democrats would do very well if everyone not, had to vote. So not only that, but you can't. Why you can't do a national mail-in because all voting is done by the states. This would require some all of states, the states to oh, yeah. all the like some states don't have it like they have it all mail-in banned. You can't do it. And the only way to change that is by a statewide vote. Oh. Which you can't do. So you can't go to a national mail-in. So they can't do it. The only unless unless they say, nope, now the election's run by the federal government and this is how we're doing it. But that would then risk getting rid of the uh the 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 electoral, electoral college. college yeah right. so you can't do it and the courts would strike it down you couldn't have a national takeover yeah. of the election system Oops. that's that's not even in the amendments that's in the first seven articles of the constitution how the right. elections are done it's done by the states by the states so you can't do it because and it was something that we were going to talk about today. So I'm glad that I knew that. Uh, but some are rec- but some states that would require constitutional changes for mail in only because in their constitution, it says that there is no mail in only. You have to be able to have the choice of vote. Um, and that would require a statewide vote, vote. and also uh, areas with high Native American concentrations. The Postal Service doesn't go to every house. So there would be people who wouldn't be able to vote. Especially in a time where you're told you can't leave your house. Right. So so we might not have an election in November. Well, and the only way for us not to have an election in November is, I believe, for a supermajority in House Senate to pass it. And that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. That's not going to that's definitely not going to happen in the house. That's not going to happen. Right. That's not going to happen. So we're going to have a day that is mandated for everyone to get together during the beginning of cold and flu season and vote all close together after being told for months. And what is being billed is the most important election of our lifetimes, which is odd because this is the one, two, three, four. I think this is the fifth most important election of my lifetime. More than that for me, but yeah, the most definitely, oh, oh, of my adult life. Uh, yeah. One, two. Yeah, five or six, something like that. Um, We're probably at the same number. Yeah, I was going to say. So, yeah. So, because you know that the House will never pass it on a supermajority. They're going to have an election day, whether they like it or not. And that benefits... The only way to get around it would be for Trump to declare a state of emergency and take power. He's not going to do that. You know why? Because who are the people who are most likely to think this whole thing's overblown and a hoax anyway? His people. Who are the ones who are the most likely to be like... And not only that, but the Democrats, after today, will be putting up 
the most blase bland candidate yeah that they had the one who and i feel bad for him for it the one who has dementia and can't get through a sentence without rambling into nonsense he is the, <laughs> they're vermin, gonna, they're going to stay home for it vermin and i could come in strong second here just because of the because of the layout of this of a hated democrat who is falling apart in front of us and also may have raped someone or physically sexually assaulted someone and an election cycle that favors people who think this whole thing is either a hoax or completely overblown which is yep. republicans and libertarians right <laughs> yeah so the election's not going to change. Wow. If there is another outbreak, a second coming of the outbreak. Which there will be. Probably. Unless they come up with a treatment that, you know, either hydroxychloroquine, whatever, that just, you know, you take it and you get better after a few days and, and you stop being symptomatic because it kills the virus shedding. Mm-hmm. Unless they come out with something like that, we're going to have a second outbreak. Spanish flu. 1918 flu had a second outbreak. Like all of the ones that have been even the least bit widespread had second outbreaks because that's what happens during flu season. Especially after you've just made everyone stay home. Right. So, wow. All of the Dems will stay home because, yeah, Biden is not a good candidate. And they're scared of, and they're the most likely to think that this thing, if anything, is understated, and we all need to hashtag stay at home. <laughs> think about the number of, like, for anybody who doesn't follow us on social media, you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash muddiedwatersmedia. You can follow us on YouTube at youtube.com slash muddiedwatersmedia. You can follow us on Twitter at muddied underscore waters, on Instagram at muddiedwatersmedia, uh, on anchor at anchor.fm slash muddiedwaters, and you can find this in every episode at muddiedwatersmedia.com. But think about all the people who follow us on Muddied Waters Media on Facebook. How many of them are getting mad that we're leaving our home? And we don't have all libertarians. We have people from across the spectrum. Yeah. We have people who saw one meme and said, oh, those guys must be great. Those guys are funny. And yeah, because we make fun of everyone. So we have people from everything from Bernie bros to mainstream Democrats, mainstream Republicans, constitutionalists, libertarians, anarchists, a couple of unironic fascists, like people that just they liked a specific meme and they went "Ah," and they, you know, liked it and they won't leave us for some reason. Well, they don't know how to unlike us now. They don't, <laughs> they don't know how to unlike us. Unlike um, this page, Siri. Um, and we also don't have a like button anymore, so you can't click unlike. You can just, um, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, if you like us, you're stuck. You're stuck. Uh, Good luck unliking us. That is funny. But because of that, like you can kind of see who it is that, one, I can kind of figure out who's following us and who's not. But the people who are going after us and saying these people shouldn't be leaving their houses to play tennis away from all these other people, or this guy shouldn't have been paddle boarding in LA by himself with nobody around. And he should have been arrested. Those people are going to stay home. Those people aren't going to go out and it will be an absolute landslide from the conservatives 
And yeah, the third party people, yeah, especially yeah, the libertarians especially who are still thinking about having their convention, they will go out because they don't care. They don't care. They don't care. We've talked And they to are going to go out care. and they're going to vote for whoever their candidate is. And if it's you and Vermin, great. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. Because they don't care. They think it's you, it doesn't matter what issue, you show them. The only issue you're going to have is the early voting and the mail-in voting. Which is, I mean, it's not like any side has 100% of that. So no, you're not going to have a hundred percent of it, but you are going to have enough that probably still not going to get second. I reject that. Um, I, I, uh, Nass also says Democrats also live in the most densely populated areas. Yes, that's true. Most of the densely populated areas are, are good friend bass over on YouTube. Good to see you, buddy. Hey, um, bass. most of the densely populated areas, New New York. L.A., San Francisco, Seattle, Chicago, Dallas, Miami. And Miami's kind of questionable on that. D.C., Philadelphia. They are Boston. They are all heavily, heavily Democrat. And they're the ones that are like Look what's quarantined as a city. Wow. New York had 714 people die last night, I think. Because everybody is so packed in on one another. There's no way to social distance gonna, in New York. They're not going to do it. Even if the polls are open, people aren't going to go. Except for the ones who think it's all a fraud to hurt Donald Trump or to infringe right. upon their rights and freedoms. Right. The the, the conservatives will go <sighs> out to ensure Donald Trump will win. The liberals will stay home. Sorry, the conservatives won't go. The Republicans will go out to vote for Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah, I misspoke. Yeah. The Democrats aren't going to go out and risk their lives no. for Joe Biden. For Joe Biden, exactly. For, Joe, for, for touchy Joe Biden. They're not going to go out and risk their lives. For Bernie, they'll try it. For Biden, a lot of them aren't Maybe. going to. I think that the younger generation would try it for Bernie, but the older generation wouldn't. Right. For Biden, I don't see anybody doing it. No. Wow. Holy crap. Well, you're Dad. making me question that, so I'm going to look it up real quick because I know I read that today. I know I read some crazy – sorry, 731. 731 deaths in New York in a day. In one day from COVID. They're right. not going outside. They're not going outside. They're not going to go outside. And if you take New York City out of New York – You just made New York a purple state. Right. But probably red if you take New York City I was going to say you might have even made it. Because you're not just taking out New York City. You're taking out like Albany. Well, maybe not Albany, but like Buffalo. You're taking out Buffalo. Buffalo's conservatives. Oh, Buffalo does not have all that many people there. Most of the people that go in for games travel from all over. Oh, okay. From within two hours. Buffalo is not the highly dense city that New York is. But New York no, city nothing. Is. Yeah, nothing's comparable to that. Right. Oh. So, but yeah, if, so honestly, if take, you take, if you take Chicago land out of Illinois, Illinois is a red state. Yeah. Yeah. If you take, if you take Seattle out of Washington, Washington's a red state. If you take LA, San Francisco out of California, it's a purple state. If you take Dallas out of Texas, it's even brighter red. 
Whoa, whoa, whoa. That is incredible. That is yeah, so, going to be funny to watch. And in all honesty, like, so since we're just riffing here at this point, like Chris Reynolds has called up numerous times and said, what's the election going to be about? You know, is there any way Donald Trump can lose? And we always said, because of the economy, the economy right. is the only way that he could lose. We did right. talk about potentially entering a war and how that would. Yeah. Yeah. Hurt. Yeah. He would be the president that would hurt. What a and war. now instead of, Oh yeah. A, he went into a war. He would yeah. be the president that would hurt because yeah. he has done a great job of not getting us into new wars. Right. Um, but we, you know, it's the economy stupid is the saying, like if the economy is doing well, whoever's in charge is going to win. Well, the economy has been tanking since the start, Yeah. but it's not about the economy anymore. Now it's about COVID. It's now about it's about COVID. coronavirus. So now it's the, it's the coronavirus stupid. And it's all going to be about, do you want the person that's been working on it versus somebody new coming in, changing everything up and potentially making it worse. That is what the whole, that's what the whole campaign, I'm not going to say that's what it's going to be about, but that's what it should be about. That's, it is what it's going to be about. And a lot of centrists are going to be like, you know what, can't change a horse in midstream and we'll just go with what the devil that they know. And (laughs) I'm just picturing, you know, Trump winning Illinois because Chicago stayed home. Because Chicago couldn't go out. <laughs> Think of so, take a look at Virginia. I know I know Virginia decently well since I grew up there. Right, right? the the areas that make it a purple to blue state are all the areas right outside of D.C. Your right. Alexandria, Arlington, Fairfax. They are also the highly densely populated areas. Yeah, you take those areas out. Virginia goes back to being red. Like deep red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if you have a... It doesn't have to be like every single New Yorker stays home. If you even have a decided drop in... Well, I guess with New York State, you would need most of New York City to stay home just because of how big they are. But in most states that are heavily that have heavy heavily populated cities like Illinois, Georgia... Virginia, where, you know, what even makes them competitive or purple or, or, or blue is their gigantic cities. If you even see a 30 or 40% drop in the voting there, those become red states. New York, okay. you would need to see a serious drop off just because the, the, the city of New York is so big and makes up such a high percentage of the population um, that it's... Oh, it's, God, it, AOC is in Brooklyn, right? Yeah. By the way, if Brooklyn went red, (laughs) that would be funny. Um, Fun fact, speaking of New York, uh, Boris Johnson is from New York, which means they make the Donald Trumpish prototype in New York. That's where that's made. That's made in New York City right there. Um, I forgot to mention that earlier, and I didn't put it in the show notes. Um, So good news to end on. We have a call from Matt Hicks who will be the guest on the Matt Tacular tomorrow night. So let's play that real quick. Well, hello there. This is your friend and neighbor, Matt Hicks, soon to be of the Spike Cohen Matt Squared show. Yay. I would like to know which of the two options presented you prefer. 
either the movie Short Circuit or the movie Break Into Electric Boogaloo. And go. Short Circuit. Short Circuit. That's not even a question. Short Circuit. Short Circuit. Steve Gutenberg, I believe. Um, Steve Gutenberg, Johnny Five. Johnny Five, I'm alive. Johnny Five is alive. It's got uh, Fisher Stevens playing an Indian guy, a white guy that plays Indian. He's in brown face. Yeah, um, Fisher Stevens yeah. in brownface. Right. I I saw. I always thought that was an Indian guy, and you're right. Uh-huh. It was. Yeah, Steve, it I was. Mean, Steve. I I learned from Aziz Ansari that that was not an Indian guy. So I here's how why I knew that he was an Indian. I watched that, thought that was an Indian guy. Learned what an Indian accent was like by watching that, mm-hmm. and then a couple of years later, I'm watching something. And it was like a rom-com with Fisher Stevens in it. And I'm looking and I'm like, that guy looks like the doctor from from uh, Short Circuit. And I want to say this was long, oh, ago, long, uh, long enough ago that there was no internet. And it wasn't until I saw him in yet another thing, you know, several years later that I thought, that looks like... The, and I looked it up and sure enough, Fisher Stevens in brown face. Let me get that picture. Um, so fun fact about, uh, Fisher Stevens, by the way, he was one time married to and cheated on, which ended the relationship, Michelle Pfeiffer. So I'm about to show you a picture of this guy. If you're listening to us on one of the many podcasting apps that we are available on, First of all, thank you. Uh, also, Google Fisher Stevens later if you don't know who that is. Yeah, because this is this is Fisher Stevens. Oh no, that's not going to work. Hold on. Bear with me, Fisher. See, this is this is what we're going to end on tonight. Why the hell not? This is Fisher Fisher Stevens. Right here. See, this is. Oh no, 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 not that. I put well, fish. That's Donald fish. Trump. You cannot pull the wool over my eyes. Hold, on hold, that. On. hold on. That is Donald Trump and what looks to be a goldfish I, or a koi fish. I put fish for Fisher, and that's what came up. Hold on. Fisher. Yeah, I did put that. What the hell just happened? There we go. Okay, this is Fisher Stevens. This is what he actually looks like. And this is who he played. Yep. And his accent was, you know, fairly good. I thought he was Indian. I hadn't seen a lot of Indians on TV before. Um, that guy cheated on Michelle Pfeiffer. And we're talking, like, I don't know the, what Michelle the, Pfeiffer At the peak like. of, oh, I actually at, do like, know what prime. Like uh, and she's still, she's still attractive, but we're talking, like, Catwoman Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. Like at her peak, this guy cheated on Michelle Pfeiffer. Right. This guy. So we're going to end on that. How's the campaign? The camp. Oh, Vermin Spike update. We are on, I don't even know where to start. We are on shows every single night. Either my shows, if I'm not on, on Muddy Waters of Freedom or my fellow Americans which will be tomorrow night with the Matt Tacular, with Matt Hicks and Matt Wright. I am on some podcast or uh, Zoom call or convention. 
every single uh at pretty much every single day i was at the libertarian party of north carolina convention uh this past uh saturday morning and uh that went very well um i'm just at stuff all the time that's what i do now i thought things would be less busy because we're all at home no i'm just more busy but here at home so i don't have to go anywhere but i'm doing more things um and so i'm going to be on hody john's show we are libertarians on thursday uh on friday i'm gonna be on something and i don't remember what on saturday i am hosting an ama uh, with uh, Vermin Supreme for the Libertarian. What's that? What time are you on Friday? I don't remember now. Hmm. Something on Friday. Uh, Saturday, I'm uh, hosting the uh, AMA uh, on the Libertarian Party Radical Caucus Group for the members-only AMA of Vermin Supreme. Uh, and then on Sunday, there's a thing. That we're doing. And then on Monday, we're doing an Easter Day special with me and Vermin Supreme on the Chrissy and Jess show with Jesse and Chrissy. Chrissy and Chrissy, Jess, Chrissy and Chris and Jess on, on Chrissy, and Jess. Chrissy and Jess's show. Whatever it's called. We're on that. Easter. It's it's the Chrissy and Jess show with Jesse and Chris or something like that. Other way around. It's a it's Chris, the Chris and Jesse show. With Chris Jesse and Jesse Chris. show with Jess and Chrissy. Right. That's what I'm on. No, I think it's the Chrissy and Jess show with Jesse and Chris. Anyway, whatever. We're on that show. Because I know Jess goes by Jess. Yeah. Since that's what we call her. So I think it's the Jesse and Chrissy, Chris show with Chrissy and Jess. Or something like that. I think that's it. Anyway, we're on that show on Monday. And we're just on a bunch of shows. And we are, whether the uh, whether we move forward with the Coronavention uh, or whether we... Uh, end up with a with a big, giant Zoom meeting, uh, and have the delegates pick uh, pick the candidates that way, or whether the LNC decides to step in and coronate someone. Our strategy involves targeting all of those people with the message that uh, Vermin Supreme and I are the pragmatic choice for the Libertarian Party. We are principled. We are popular outside of Libertarian circles, which is what you need to actually win or do well in an election and win more votes for the down ballot people who have an actual shot at winning. And then uh, we also, the media will not be able to ignore us. And right now, that's all that matters is getting in front of the media because we're all stuck at home watching media. Um, So, and we're incredibly popular on social media and you don't have to sacrifice any of your principles to vote for us. Oh, in unrelated news, Lincoln Chafee dropped out last week. We wish him well. He did say he's remaining in the party. So that's good. We're happy to have him. Uh, in the party, but he is no longer running. We did beat Lincoln Chafee. That was that was an amazing in other news. In other news, in, unre- in un- unrelated news, unrelated to what we were just talking about. Yeah, completely unrelated. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, so tune in so, tomorrow. Well, go ahead, go ahead. Um. Yeah, no, actually, that's... Oh, that was... as of day two, so the Libertarian Party started a contest. Thank you, Dan, for letting us know. Uh, the Libertarian Party started a contest where uh, the presidential candidates 
each were given their own uh, unique link to have people join the Libertarian Party. Uh, with the idea that we're encouraging, you know, uh, which 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 candidate is able to get the most people to join the Libertarian Party? Right now, Vermin Supreme leads that. Vermin Supreme leads that. I wonder if they're doing that for VPs. If not, Vermin Supreme and I lead that uh, with the most number of people that are joining the Libertarian Party with our special, unique join link. Are you going to include that in the comments or? Oh wow! Oh yeah, the join link. Dan, what's the <laughs> join link? Dan, put the join. I don't even know what the join link is. This is all I, I briefly heard wow. about this, but I, Dan, we, we need that join link, buddy. Yeah, if you Dan, just throw it in the comments. Just throw um, that there in the comments, and I'll start start putting it out there. I'm going to use it as mine too, because I doubt there's a VP one. Because. No one wants to really run against me. I'm. It's gonna be me, apparently. Give it, give it time. On on whatever day they end up having the convention, I am certain a lot of people will switch over immediately upon losing. Shift back to LP, but here's the thing, Matt. If they do like a, you know, uh. If we end up with a Zoom convention where we're doing trying to knock all this out in a four or five hour time frame, you don't have those extra days to do that. That's true. So this could this is the potential thing that is going to happen for all of us while we're stuck at home. So that'll be a fun thing for you to watch, huh? <laughs> for me to do right here, run I'll for be, highest I'll office in the land. Live, like I can't even live stream that from here because that would be just boring. It's like, yeah, now there's. Somebody, somebody from Wisconsin is talking. That might be Jacob LaBelle. I think he's in Wisconsin. Right. I, yeah, I, I might, uh, I might. Oh, lp.org slash Vermin Supreme. Okay. lp.org slash Vermin Supreme. If you want to sign up and I will definitely be pushing that on all of our social media, lp.org slash Vermin Supreme. We are leading currently right now. And uh, we are, um, Matt Hicks says, I'm going to run against you and then immediately quit and encourage my supporters to support you. You can talk about that on the show. That'll be, uh, but but don't say the second part. Just say you're going to run against me. Oh, I guess technically I could run against you uh, since I'm a member of the Libertarian Party of Georgia. (laughs) (laughs) As a longstanding member of the Libertarian Party of Georgia, uh, I... (laughs) I just like to say how much I love this party, Georgia. Um, <laughs> Good people in this party. In having been hoodwinked and bamboozled into joining the Libertarian Party of Georgia, I think I have many things to, that you would like to hear. That is funny. So you've already said how to reach us on social media. Do you want to tell them again? Sure. Uh, you can reach us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Media. You can reach us on the Twitter at muddied underscore waters you can reach us on the instagram at muddied waters media you can find us on youtube at youtube.com slash muddied waters media you can find us on float at f-l-o-t-e float dot app slash muddied waters media uh you can find us at anchor for all of our glorious glorious sweet buttery golden throated voices at anchor.fm slash muddied waters 
And then you can you can watch all find, of these episodes. Yeah, on you Muddy can find Waters Media. this and every other episode at muddiedwatersmedia.com. The face you made was just so funny. I was of our sweet, buttery, golden-throated voices. Yeah, throats of gold. Throats of gold. Well, folks, enjoy the rest of your night. Enjoy listening to our throats of gold, and and we will see you tomorrow at the Mattacular. And uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Oh, and where we're going, we don't need roads. Did you miss me? Ah, uh, yeah. What? What? MC Vagina's right back in this bitch. 2009 is the year that I recorded this song. Still not loving police. Still got love for the vaginal crease. Player haters beware because guns don't kill people. Uh-uh. I kill people with guns. How? Gangsters, what you looking at? You think you can front with me? You better watch your back Because I have a lot of guns and I can shoot them good I'm a menace from society, a boy on the hood I'm invincible like Bruce Willis in the movie Invincible I'm invisible like, well I'm not really invisible I'm bad like the movie Attack of the Clones I'm dangerous a fire in a nursing home Old people burning, old people burning Put your hands up Old people burning, old people burning It's kind of messed up What, what, you got a problem with this? Maybe I should kick you in the face with my fist Because on top of guns I know karate and ninja stuff So if you come at me I'll trip you then I'll suck your nuts I, I mean I'll punch your nuts Sucking them would be gay, and I'm totally not gay. I'm all about V-A-G-I-N-A. What? Guns don't kill people. Uh-uh. I kill people. With guns. How? Guns don't kill people. Uh-uh. I kill people. With guns. How? If a guy messes with me, I shoot him with my load. All over his chest and face and down his throat Cause I don't give a fuck, I'm crazy, like Mel Gibson No wait, that just makes me sound racist Listen, I buy a lot of expensive things because I have a lot of money You can't afford expensive things cause you don't have a lot of money Haha, ha, you want these things but you cannot afford them That means that you're not cool cause you're just a poor person Stupid poor people, stupid poor people I have more money than you Stupid poor people, stupid poor people You can't even afford food When I show women my money, they want to have sex with me And they always have orgasms cause my penis is so big 25 inches long and 12 inches thick I'm the Anthony Hopkins of cock, the Albert Einstein of dick I'm the Beatles of cum shots, the Mozart of huge balls The Anne Frank of erections no, that's inappropriate.
Everybody knows that my rhymes are really tight Like an extra large condom on my penis, that's right My lyrics are like the movie The Shawshank Redemption They're really good Guns don't kill people Uh-uh I kill people With guns How? Guns don't kill people Uh-uh I kill people With guns How? I've killed so many people That I don't even remember how many people I've killed But it's probably around Seven Thousand 2005 plus four pennies representing the north side. C to the Anada, bitch. Oh, yeah, women are actually good for four things cooking, cleaning, vaginas, and their sisters' vaginas. <laughs>